This time Nita did not tremble or sink to the floor. She looked away, as was natural, from so horrible a sight, and walked slowly back into the hall, thinking very hard. She was concerned not with the dead man upon the floor, but about the man at the front door. Had it really been her dick? Was it possible for him to look like the devil she had seen? Had he really telephoned her from a ship at sea? Who had so vilely murdered the man in the music room? Apollo stood beside her in the hall. Having shown her what he had found, he was careless of what lay behind him in the music room. She looked down at him and wished he had seen the face at the door. He would have known. Then she was ashamed of herself. Dick Wentworth could never express such cruelty as she had seen, could never be connected with anything so horrible as the thing in the music room. It was the one fear which had held her back. She took up a telephone. "'Give me the police department, please.' Her voice was cool, and her hand did not shake as she held the telephone. There was a very brief wait. There had been a murder at the apartment of Richard Wentworth. She heard a voice ordering radio cars to the address on Park Avenue, almost as she gave it. "'Who are you?' a voice demanded. Concealment was impossible. She could never escape the investigation, which must follow. "'Miss Nita Van Sloan,' she answered calmly. "'And what are you doing at Mr. Wentworth's apartment at this time of night?' Nita hung up the telephone. She would have to answer questions sooner or later, but she wanted time to think. What would she say? What could she say? With Apollo closely accompanying her, she walked into Wentworth's bedroom and looked at the framed picture of herself, which hung upon the wall at the foot of his bed. As she turned to leave, she noticed some wrapping paper and twine in disorderly array upon the counterpane. In a remarkably few minutes, the first radio car arrived, and two uniformed men ascended to the Wentworth apartment. A single look at the dead man was enough to cause one of them to jump for the telephone. The murdered man had been a plainclothesman, one of the smartest detectives of the New York Police Department. The two policemen turned on Nita with harsh, swift, penetrating questions. Nita remained silent. The policemen put their questions more brutally and in louder voices. Apollo growled savagely and crouched for a spring. The policemen drew their nightsticks. Nita threw her arms around the Great Dane's neck and held him back just as the telephone rang. A few words over the telephone worked a miracle in the attitude of the policeman. The one at the telephone whispered to his companion before approaching Nita and apologized to her. Would she forgive them? They had only been trying to do their duty. Mr. Stanley Kirkpatrick, the commissioner of police himself, had telephoned her his compliments, together with his hopes that she would be kind enough to wait until he arrived, so that he could relieve her of any unpleasantness. Nita settled herself in a comfortable chair, and Apollo stretched himself at her feet at her command. She knew that Kirkpatrick was almost as astute as Wentworth himself, and she realized that she was waiting for an exceedingly searching examination, no matter how politely the commissioner might conduct himself. More uniformed men arrived. Plainclothesmen came, fingerprint men and photographers brought their apparatus. The room soon became filled with men at work upon their cunning profession. Two lieutenants arrived, and finally a captain came and took charge. Yet not one of them bothered Nita or asked her any questions, except the captain who wanted to know if she was quite comfortable. Then the commissioner of police arrived, with an inspector. Nita knew Stanley Kirkpatrick, the commissioner of police, personally. He was one of New York's few society commissioners, but notwithstanding was one of the shrewdest men ever to command the police force. In the dining room, alone with Kirkpatrick, Nita told her story very simply— She told him everything except about her telephone conversation with Wentworth and about the face she had seen at the door. "'I knew that the telegram was not genuine,' she explained. "'But Dick Wentworth and I are such old friends that I felt it my duty to see if anything was wrong at his apartment.'
Rather dangerous, wasn't it? There was Apollo. Ah, yes, of course. The commissioner stroked the dog's head for a moment. Miss Van Sloan, I shall just get a report from my men, and then I shall have something to tell you. After that, if you will be so good as to permit me, I shall drive you home. Then you are not going to arrest Apollo and me and do all kinds of horrid things to us? she asked, smiling. The commissioner laughed pleasantly. <laughs> Neither one of you is capable of...